Listener Production. Table for six. Uh, might be around 20, 25 minutes. Oh, wait, no, a booth has just opened up. Right this way for Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Yes, hello and welcome to your favourite on-demand uh, radio show. It is, <laughs> sorry, the lights in the studio just dimmed out of nowhere. Bron, what was that? Producer Bron. Have you, have you not paid the power bill? It's been happening the last, like, couple minutes. I swear there's a ghost in here. Okay, well, hopefully not. But we do have someone anonymous joining us. A disembodied voice, Matt, who is from an industry that we want to find a little bit more about. But the only way we can get the true dirt is if they remain unnamed. Yeah, that's right. We're digging into the world of flight attendants. What is it like living high up in the sky... Sex, the partying, the packets of peanuts. That's it. Uh, we're going to be chatting to someone who's going to dish up all the goss very soon in Matt and Alex Insiders. And um, look, just at the very end of the show, I got a little special, special surprise for you. What? Um, well, I just, you would have done it as well, Matt. You, it's your competition, so I'm sure that you've submitted an entrance for... Australia's got flatulence. I mean, you're asking the nation to record their farts and send oh, it no. in. Oh, so, no. Wait, have you done it? So I, last what? night. Yeah. Oh, I, don't, I don't know if I'm ready to hear it. <laughs> well, I was just outside and Marshy was just sitting on the couch with his phone and I just airdrop him a file that says Daiso's toot. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Go on. Well, I'm not going to play it. it if you haven't done it. Well, no, hit it. Hit it. Play no, it now. Fine. I'll leave it to the end of the show because I want to not talk about this as much as possible. Oh. But you gotta you got to put your money feel, where your mouth is. I feel nervous. All right. Look, let's get on with the show. <laughs> this is Matt and Alex. But there's, maybe, maybe you want to fast forward to the end to, to find out that. No, we've but, got too much good stuff in the no, middle. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. Let's do right. that. All right. You're let's absolutely get right. I mean, in. Matt wouldn't front up and do it, but um, I did. And that's coming at the end of the show. If you make it all the way through. A little... A special treat. <laughs> Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. <laughs> oh, dear. Let's go. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Well, Alex Dyson, it's officially the end. What's happened? The end of my golf career. <laughs> oh, over no. before it started, man. That's joining me, man. My golf career's over. Keep dislocating the elbow whenever I have a swing. So oh, no, really? Yeah. So it's just, just mini golf for me from now on. <laughs> well, I always go through these phases of getting addicted to it playing on Xbox, right? Playing right. uh, Rory McGilroy's uh, PGA Tour. And then I think, you know what? I can actually do this in real life. And then I go out on the course and I'm terrible. Yeah. Right? Plus, I don't have any friends to play golf with. Well, we went to play the golf that time and you absolutely spanked me. I was I just did. in the I reeds treated, all day. <laughs> I treated your firm little body as though it was the ball itself. <laughs> Gave me quite the whooping. Uh, but that's but, sad um, to hear then, after yeah, all the great heights. It's no, it's because I was taking Sophia out to the, just to the park the other day. We had to go to a big, big park. There was a little driveway, so I was getting in the car. And the golf clubs are down like in the little car park garagey bit, behind, sitting behind the car. The old storage cage. Yep. 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 Huge spider. I've seen oh dear. crawl up, up the side of the golf bag, right? I tried to try to sort of scare it away, but it just disappeared <laughs> around the back. And so I can only... Hey, ass- wait, how did you try to scare a spider? I went like this. I went, oi, oi. <laughs> well, how else am I going to scare a spider? You go like this, oi, get away. And you, and you go like this with your hands, oi, get away. Oi, no, 
shit away. Did it work? Right? No, well, it just climbed around the back of the bag and only, I can assume, into it. Therefore, <laughs> forever ruining the likelihood of me ever playing golf touching again. those clubs again. Yeah, no, you're not going to be doing that. And it's only going to get bigger in the time that, you know, and probably have a family, raise young ones oh, man. in we, the bottom. We got rid of, um, we were moving out of the house and uh, Woods had put together this milk crate um, garden bed. She'd cable tied four milk crates together lined it with cardboard, filled it with dirt, grew tomatoes oh, in it. We're moving beautiful. house. Got to get rid of it. It was an absolute spider hotel. <laughs> it was despicable. Just interrupted a few eight-leggers by the pool. Did it was you? like Just... Sim City for spiders. <laughs> it was amazing. So, yeah. So there's that's... no chance. I mean, they're gonna, there's going to be some bloody spiders better than, you know, <laughs> Tiger Woods out there soon. So I was like, well, that's it. Quitting. That's it. It's I'm quit. But it made me realize that there's a there's mine's not the only story of uh, you know, the, the things that creep you out during the night. So I thought I'd have a look at the top few creepy crawly stories that are making the waves right now. Sunshine Coast uh, snake catchers found a red bellied black snake inside an asthma puffer. Well, that's the opposite of what you want. No, that's <laughs> not gonna help your breathing at all. <laughs> Um, Sunshine, Co- teen, Sunshine Coast teen got the fright of her life after a deadly red-bellied black snake was found in one of the most incredible places inside her asthma puffer. Okay. Did she um, find it when she p- put it on the mouth? Because it's not one of the little Ventolin small ones. It was one that goes over the nose and mouth. No, no. It was in the the blue puffery bit. Oh, it was in a Ventolin. It was, it was in the little blue puff. Anyway, she brought it, the washing in as she put it on the floor of the bedroom through a dark-coloured snake coming out of the clothing. Um, take care of things. Eventually, they found the baby <laughs> snake curled up inside what appeared to be a discarded asthma puffer and relocated it. So that would have been quite scary. Okay, next creepy crawly story. Um, an NHS doctor in the UK has uh, hit TikTok to warn coffee lovers not to buy pre-ground coffee, you know, the, the beans in the canisters that you see at all the cafes, because you could most likely be drinking cockroaches. Just so you know, if you drink coffee, you're also consuming cockroaches. Pre-ground coffee, like you get in most stores, contain ground-up cockroaches. Certain percentage of coffee beans become infested with cockroaches and other insects. Usually, they can't be processed out completely. though so they just get roasted and ground up with the coffee beans. Most food authorities allow a certain percentage of bug pots in our food. Cockroaches are high in protein. If you're allergic to cockroaches, I'd stay away from pre-ground coffee. Okay. So, that last sentence is the one that really gets... If you're allergic... Yeah, anyways. <laughs> I'm allergic know. I, to cockroaches. <laughs> don't drink coffee. Well, I remember I could be drinking them. Well, I remember my granddad told me um, a while ago it used to be a certain amount of mouse poo allowed in flower bags. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, there's, there's all the sort of limits. Yeah. And all the spiders you eat in the middle of the night. Anyway, <laughs> a friend told me once that he woke up with a spider on his lip and it bit him as he pulled it off. That's always scared me. Anyways, uh, the final oh. creepy crawly story. And because creepy crawlies are synonymous with pool cleaning and there was no actual story about a creepy crawly pool cleaner, I've gone with a story about a nine-year-old girl from the US uh, who became a viral sensation after her dad secretly captured her singing her favourite song while cleaning the pool. So not of the robotic sort of suction vacuum style creepy crawly, but she's still a pool cleaner in some sense of the saying. Oh, right. Okay, the pool cleaners that creep along the floor of the pool. You know the creepy crawly pool cleaners? Yeah, I wanted to find a story about those, but there wasn't any. So here's a story about a girl who was cleaning her pool. She 
She used the, the pool scoop as the microphone. She's rocking back, singing it. Anyway, they start getting about 100,000 views a day. Next minute, the videos receive more than 8 million views, including Alicia Keys commenting on it herself. So there you go. A little good news story for the creepy crawlies out there. Yeah, if you want to go viral, not in the shower, out by the pool. That's where you got to do your singing. Okay, next creepy crawly news story. Uh, this one's over from the Western Australian, over WA Way. Uh, they reckon that bees send more people to hospital than snakes. Oh, yeah. I'd believe that. Hey, yeah. Well, I just found it interesting. Oh. That's that's all the story. It's just a quarter of hospitalizations of 3,500 people who get hospitalized by venomous animal or toxic plants. A quarter of them are bees from the allergic reactions. Huh. It's still good with that pollination stuff, though. We still like bees. I love bees. Yeah. Wasps? No. No, no. Murder hornets? Absolutely not. No. Thank you very much, Matt O'Kide, for our creepy crawly news. Now. On with the show. Are you keeping juicy goss from me? Do you know what's going on here? We know what's going on. You won't believe it. Real juicy. So let's just keep it on the down low, shall we? Matt and Alex's Insiders. Insiders. Yes, it's that time of the week where we take a peek behind the curtain at a few of the details of various industries that they don't want the public to know. Yeah, that's right. We've uh, we've chatted to doctors. Who else? Um, we talked to a parking inspector a parking as well. Inspector that's told us right. all the details about that, and um, we're sort of making our way through the industry. So, you know, Matt and Alex have eyes and ears everywhere. We've got friends in high places, and in the case of our next guest, very high places. Because this week <laughs> we're looking at the world. Of flight attending. What really happens in the sky, Matt? But well, oh, we're eating our salted nuts. What's going on back when they draw that curtain? Okay, when they take a one peek and then close that cockpit door. To find out, we're crossing to our anonymous insider, who is a flight attendant. Hello, anonymous. Hello, gentlemen. Now, Anonymous, I have a lot of questions, and the first ones involve sex. Let's talk about <laughs> the Mile High Club. How often? Well, straight into it. Is it frequented? And um, <laughs> and what happens when you catch people? Oh goodness me! So it's quite common. Oh. It's quite common. More so, people attempting to join the oh. Mile High Club. Ah. Few succeed, gentlemen. Few succeed. Very few get attendance. past the goalie. We're always watching. <laughs> We're always watching. And so, how many times have you, you caught someone? Oh, how long have you got? <laughs> There's a lot of attempts that have been made. You often see one person hop up, scurry to the bathroom, and then someone else will do a little meerkat and have a look to see who's watching and scurry behind them. Now, are we talking international flights when the lights go out and they have a go for it? Or is this the, the Melbourne to Sydney, you know, <laughs> hour of power going on here? Oh, you'd be surprised. This is this is both. International what? and domestic. This happens on both, gentlemen. Wow. It does. But what people don't understand is just how small those bathrooms are. They are not very functional. And what's worse of all is you can open them from the outside. Oh, have you busted yeah. people mid, mid-act? Mid-act, yes, indeed. In fact, if it's a very slow night at the office, you might wait a little while until they have sort of established themselves, so to speak. <laughs> oh, 
before oh. making the giant bath. <laughs> wow. Amazing. Okay. What do, what do you say when the when door springs open? Uh, well, it's against the rules. You're not allowed to have two people in there mm. to begin with. It's a safety issue. So you do just give them a stern talking to and say, oh, we will have to let the captain know about this. Yeah. And he will decide the course of action, which usually... To be fair, is nothing. Nothing really comes of it. Right. But, just, a, um, just a sort of frown from you guys and a tut tut. Yes. Yes. Back to your seat. All right. The the other thing that's quite common are some sort of shall we say vigorous hand movements underneath airplane blankets. It's quite common that when the lights go down, the hunky panky oh. under the blankie. Oh. <laughs> yes. Yes. And, and some of the time they. Think you're not looking and you can't see, but, but you can see. We see everything that you do, and oh, you do have amazing. to say, "Excuse me, do you mind? There are children around." <laughs> that's the line. Oh, that's you. shameful. Yeah, you'd you'd want to you'd want to cease all operations that, there. Oh, landing could not happen soon <laughs> enough, could it? Oh, I know. What have you caught people doing in the toilets other than sex? Is there anything else people are doing in there? Oh, people try and smoke. People try and like put weird things down the toilet. Mm. Like, we've had to fish out... Uh, someone said they dropped... Whether they placed them there or not, dropped their false teeth. People flush nappies down the toilet of oh, cleaning yep. their children. That's not something you want to happen on a really, really long flight to Los Angeles, let me tell you. You don't want to be one toilet down oh. on a plane full of several hundred people. Oh, that's yikes. not pleasant. Goodness yeah. me. Oh, man. That's right. And uh, what about the training side of things? When you're in there, you're becoming a flight attendant. What are the things mm-hmm. they say? We don't tell the public this, but this is very important. <laughs> this is very important. Oh, my goodness. Always wear your seatbelt. So I don't want to scare anyone, but planes have the ability to hit something called clear air turbulence. This can cause a plane to fall tens or sometimes hundreds of feet without warning. So, and that's the way that you're most likely to break your leg or hit something if you don't have it on. I have so seen a video of a, of a, of a car yeah, flying fly up. Away. Yeah, goodness. Has that happened on one of your flights, Anonymous? I'm lucky that it hasn't happened on mine, but one of my colleagues has broken her leg and it has happened on one of hers. Oh, my God. Hey, um, I've also heard some of the partying can be a little bit wild in between, you know, little stopovers in some of these cities, whether you're international or domestic. And I've also heard that you're not necessarily... It's not just the flight attendants, but also the pilots don't mind having a tipple themselves. Oh, boy. What's that like? (laughs) Um, so that's true. There is a lot of partying on layovers, especially when the captain's paying. Um, <laughs> the captain pops the credit card down. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's on the big bucks. So if he ponies up the cash, everybody shows up. And it is. It's a lot of fun. Look, I'm not going to lie. Pilots and flight attendants do hook up quite a lot. It's just I'm part of the industry. It's a bit of a hazard. Do you have to have, you know, human relations <laughs> meetings about that being okay or not? Strangely, there isn't any stipulation to any HR that says you can't date each other, which is a bit strange. Wow. Okay. But, um, yeah, yeah, it's a bit of a hazard of the industry. Do you ever have to, like, uh, people have to blow, what, 0.05 before they can get Correct. back behind the wheel? Do pilots have to... Uh, you know, check their levels before they everybody. fly everyone across the world? Oh, yes. Everybody must have zero alcohol and other 
things in their system. So that is regularly tested. So you will find if there is drinking on a layover, a bit of partying happening, that someone will set a timer for X number of hours before duty. That's so good. Everyone, everyone is. It is very safe that way. Got our best everyone does it hard. Oh, that's exactly. good. That's have very nice to, to hear. Have you ever failed it? Never. What about when you're off after some snacks? Okay. You have the power as the flight attendants to give people whatever from the carts. All right. What's the best way to get the uh, maybe the little extra muesli bar or uh, the upgrade from the uh, the lowest red to the highest? Oh, gentlemen, flattery will get you everywhere. <laughs> Just be lovely. Be nice. Don't be a jerk. Don't, don't be a creep and you'll get rewarded. What about the button, the call button? Does that infuriate you? Yes, it does. <laughs> it does. Especially <laughs> some young I... scallywag asking for another, yet another beer. <laughs> oh, no. So all those little scallywags, if they don't ask for a beer, they're doing little meerkat movements to check to see if we're looking at them because they've got their own alcohol that they're drinking. Oh, they bring oh, on the uh, the homebrew. <laughs> the little the little sneaky in the bag. Mm. And they're not, very, they're not very good at hiding it, which is really funny because they sort of do a little meerkat, turn around, see if you're looking and then don't go back and their little head disappears. And <laughs> you, you, do wait till they, <laughs> you do wait till they're mid-beverage before busting them. It's very funny. And what do you do with the uh, the contraband once it has been acquired? <laughs> oh, it, it goes down the sink mm, okay. or down the toilet. Okay. So that's the big no-no. That is the federal police matter. Wow. Oh, okay. okay. Do okay. not take your own booze. Onto the just flight. Ask, just ask for some. No problem. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's go a little bit, you know, more serious, I guess you could say. But has someone ever died on your flight? Yes, I have had someone pass away, sadly. And obviously um, there's a protocol was, for that. What, what, are you, what have you had to do? Yeah, yeah. So you try and make everyone as, as comfortable as possible. It's everyone stood down. The federal police are called. They come on board and often with an ambulance and take the deceased person away. And then there's actually one of the industries where there's a lot of support for that sort of thing, Mm -hmm. which is more than, say, the police get if they go to someone who's been deceased. Yeah, there's a lot of of support. You get um, calls from all your superiors and all the bosses, and they're very keen to make sure that you're okay because it is very important in our industry, the sort of mental health aspect of it all, because it can be a lonely job. Mm, when oh, you're not bet. partying and all of that. So, and yeah. Was it, I mean, obviously, it's going to be a surprise if someone passed away on a flight. Were they older or younger? Was it a complete shock or was it just a sort of natural causes yeah. kind of situation? Yeah, it was a natural causes situation. It was an older gentleman. So mm. his, um, his wife hit the call bell and said, oh, I think my husband's passed away. And oh yeah, that, that was it, sadly. There wasn't much he could do. So. Wow. That's, that's it so, does happen. So it wasn't one of those just emergency situations and everyone on the plane's aware. It was like just a really yeah. small, quiet thing. Yeah, that's right. Return to the airport. We didn't continue on. It's, it's sort of the closest airport that you're at. You turn around, you go back there. Do you say why? No, no. Mm. It was just... That's the thing, sort of smile and nod. 
if anything goes wrong, that's what you do. Smile and nod, you'll never see a flight attendant looking um, panicked. Do you tell the people on the plane why you're returning to the airport? Mm, no, not at that time. Mm. No, oh we'll say there's a gosh. technical issue. Yeah. Yes, they just say there's a medical issue Dice. and we needed to return. Oh, you say there's a medical issue, you don't say there's a technical issue? Either or. It depends on what they want to do Dude, to, to the discretion of the captain. This yeah. is what we were talking about the other day. Yeah, we were wondering why our planes that we've been on have returned to the airport. Because yeah. it was like a broken toilet or something like that. And we we're like, and I was like, why? As if you wouldn't just keep going with a broken toilet. Yeah, some some um, aircraft laws in Australia actually stipulate that you cannot operate an aircraft without certain bits of equipment. Um, so sometimes if your plane gets struck by lightning, for instance, you'll have to, you can either continue depending on how bad the damage is or return. That's the same as if you hit a bird. That's quite common. Mm-hmm. You'll end up going back to the airport. That might not seem like a big issue at the time, but a little bird and a big engine it can cause a lot of damage. Yeah, so it's always wow. better to be safe than sorry. Well, um, we saw the footage come out recently. Someone's taking out their window of the plane's engine literally on fire and falling apart. Yeah. And you, yeah, you, you obviously you're trained to be able to smile and nod and keep calm, which helps That's any it. emergency, no matter how severe. Have there been any instances where you've had to struggle to keep that smile and nod on, on your face where you found it difficult to um, to keep calm? Guys, to be completely honest, there's so much training behind it. It becomes second nature. Like, obviously, if something happens in the back of your head, you just sort of go, oh, okay, what do I need to do? And then it just becomes automatic. And, that's, and each year we undertake training, one to two days of training like that, the mm-hmm. big exams. And if we don't pass those exams for those drills, those emergencies, we don't keep our jobs. Wow. wow. Yeah. Just a so, final question, Anonymous. Oh, I've got uh, a we... final question. All right, two final questions, Anonymous. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're taking up a lot of your time. I really appreciate you answering these. We, okay. um, we uh, on our past radio gig one time, we found that there was a requirement for more training for the female flight attendants because they had to get trained on how to do their makeup properly for the people. Is that still around? Is that still a thing? Because it sounded pretty grotty at the time and I'm not sure if that's still in 2021 something that happens. At some airlines, not in Australia thankfully, yes, that is an absolute requirement. Wow. Yes, it is. It's true. In Australia, we do have um, very strict uniform standards and that is we do need to stick to certain types of makeup and high heels and all of that but it's all part of the job it's not that bad it sort of comes with the territory but it's not as bad as overseas alright well thank you very much Anonymous you've been incredibly open and honest and insightful we thank you so much the final thing I do want to ask before we let you go is have you ever hooked up with a passenger not a passenger okay (laughs) do you know other flight attendants that have no, actually. I'm I don't. I know a few, by that. Yeah, I know a few people that have handed out their phone numbers, but nothing's eventuated. No. Right. Oh, interesting. Is that is that attendants that have handed out their phone numbers to passengers or passengers who have handed their phone numbers to attendants? To you. Vice versa, gentlemen. Each way. <laughs> oh, interesting. All right. Well, thank you very much. I mean, ah, anonymous. <laughs> Stop saying anonymous is real name. <laughs> because we never reveal our sources here at Battered Alex all day breakfast Aww. because we have two-factor authentication. Um, uh, to stop to stop mistakes from ourselves. But we really appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, all the best for the rest of the day. We'll catch you later. See you later, boys. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Thank you very much to Anonymous, this week's Anonymous flight attendant. And uh, yeah, Insiders will be back next week. All day breakfast. All day breakfast. With a cup of tea with a tea bag stuck in it. Mm-mm. Alex Dyson, there's two types of people. Oh, don't we know it? Don't be intrigued. we know it? I think I know what type of person you are when it comes to this particular subject, but I realise that I know which one I am after the weekend. <laughs> okay. Uh, two types of people. Um, people who go nude in the showers at the pool. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, not just in the regular shower. Come on. <laughs> sure. Sorry. I just I didn't hear the, the plural on the other You know, in the public shower... Yeah, I at feel the like there's yeah. some people who yeah. who go who like look forward to being <laughs> nude. Do you know what I mean? Like they just can't wait oh, to they, get nude. Oh, they've got that smirk, don't they? Oh, got... They're turning around, just washing their front bit with the soap right in front of everyone, just really <laughs> lathering it up all over themselves. But I mean, I'm, I'm not. I, I don't do it. No, keep the keep the bathers on in the shower. What do you, do you do it? I keep the bathers on. Do you? Yeah. I thought you wouldn't. <laughs> Let it all hang about. Well, I just, I feel like you'd be, yeah, you wouldn't. I, um, I see the problem is as well, when, you know, I've, I've, I've got a profile, you know what I mean? <laughs> Pete, like if people see me nude in the shower, it becomes a story that they tell their mates. Hang on a second. Are you saying that I would go naked because <laughs> no, I don't no, have a profile? No, no. Because no. that's no, what I'm, I'm just, hearing here, mate. <laughs> I'm just saying that you, I feel like you're like more of a just let it all hang out kind of guy. Oh, God, no. no. Have you watched the footage of me singing Helen Reddy's I Am Woman in the Nude on Triple no. Day? <laughs> no. I mean, that doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke. Can't, don't, don't look can't it up. find that on YouTube. <laughs> no, don't bother. By typing Alex Dyson Helen Reddy. <laughs> no, bro- absolutely not. Well, yeah, I just, I just feel like it, there's certainly people who do and people who don't. Bron, 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 you're in the room. What do you do? Um, yeah, no, not in front of everyone. No, mm. no, no. Is it, is it a common thing in the women's change rooms to just wander around? Yeah, no clothes. Yeah, it is. I feel like a lot of older people do it. Like you get to a certain oh, age yeah. where you just don't yeah. care anymore. Older yeah, guys the old, in the toilet. The older the body. The less attractive the body, the more likely it is to be whoa, naked. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. It's going to offend some older people here who have still got solid rigs. No, we've, we're talking about the people who have no shame. And so we're not going to offend them at all. Okay, they just don't mind about it. Because once you're old, it's the you don't care at all anymore. Yeah, that's true. You, well, you just, yeah, you just stop caring, don't mm. you? But I still I still care. And what about you, Marshy? Is Marshy still here? Marshy? I one step probably even further. I'd go home to shower. Oh. Yeah, oh. yeah. I'm really? sort of, I'm sort of with you there, Marshy. I'm a if I if I have have the choice, I'll head home. Exactly. Well, we. So you don't know what you're going to catch from that shower. No, I know. They're v- it's very tiptoe, isn't it? There's a. <laughs> no, I don't do like, tiptoes. I sort of do the heels. Oh, do so, you know? I do the tiptoes. <laughs> I don't want to like, get the uh, uh, the undersides of my toes touching. There is nothing more disgusting than a pool changer room floor. Like that feeling of wetness. <laughs> That's disgusting. But yeah. um, I remember we, we were in Iceland, Dyson, and we had to do the shower together. Oh, yeah. I didn't want, I didn't want you to see me. Yeah. You no, know, nah, like you that. went around I the corner. Like, I did go around the corner. I feel yeah. like if, if we, when we see each other's bits, it's over. Do you know what I mean? Like, we, it's <laughs> like... 
<laughs> yeah. It's just like that's the end of, of everything. It'll be, <laughs> we can't work together anymore. The, no, the team would just fall apart and it'd be like, that's. I would We've got honestly, no more secrets because yeah. I think, and this is what all radio hosts I think would eventually do. It's it, our final break on air. We just look at each other nude and then that's it. That's, that's the full stop on the that's end of a radio it. career. That's it. The very last secret that we have, the last the bastion of, you know, trust and hope and credibility that we have with each other. Yeah. Is, we've revealed so much and then... The exact length and girth <laughs> of our bits. Even if we don't show each other, we should at least write it on a piece of paper and yeah. fold it up. And it across. Over. It's been a pleasure working with you. <laughs> Here are my measurements. <laughs> well, Matt O'Kine, we talked about yesterday my midnight epiphany where I woke up and suddenly just everything clicked in the pla- into place and I realised... I got to water my plant down further into the roots. Your little money tree. It was. I'm not sure if I was. It was dreaming about it, but I woke up and it was crystal clear in my mind. Uh, so we asked you if you'd had similar midnight epiphanies, and Michelle has got in touch. G'day, Michelle. Hello, Michelle. What did you realise in the middle of the night? I had an epiphany one day. I grew up never dropping an f bomb. I just never wanted to say it. Mm-hmm. And I spent started spending a lot of time around people who swear a lot. And one day I was like, you know what? It is just a word. I'm going to start saying it. And I did. And now it's like my favorite word. <laughs> wow. <laughs> How about that? Yeah. Okay. So, you, so you, you just thought in the middle of the night, you're like, what, what's stopping me? What was the internal dialogue like? So I grew up going to a pretty religious school, even though my family wasn't religious. And so it was always sort of shameful to say it. Mm. And then one day I was like, you know what? If I go to hell because I say this word, then I deserve to be there. And I'm just going to start saying it. And that was it. (laughs) Wow. Goodness me. Yeah, I never really sweared growing, never really swore growing up either, Michelle. So, So much so I remember being in my room one time, I think similarly thinking to you just like, Oh, you know, it's just just the words and just like under my breath, I just by myself in my room. I said a couple of swear words. No one had ever heard me swore, really? swear it before. It is so funny you say that because we used to do it at school. We used to like swear under our breath and then we'd sit in a little prayer circle and pray to say sorry because we were so ashamed of it. Oh, when oh, you and your friends wow. were practicing your swears. Yes. Oh, goodness. Adorable. Um, well, I'm the opposite. See, I've always sworn quite a lot in my life. Uh, That's re- now- because the Daddy Mac doesn't seem to me like the world's biggest swearer. Did you? Who did no, you pick it up from? I think I've only se- I think I've only seen him swear once or twice. I remember when I dropped my first swear word in front of my mum. Oh, I tell you what, it was one of those moments where I thought we were, you know, me and her were 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 cool enough to do it. Like I was like, yeah, I think that I'm old enough. She's kind of cool enough for me to get away with this. So it wasn't in <laughs> anger or anything. And no, you just I was break. just like, someone took our car park in the car park, and I remember going, "Oh yeah, God, that's a bit shit." And man, <laughs> I was not ready for that. <laughs> she, she, I really over, I really overestimated uh, my where I was at and my uh, swearing ability in front of my parents. Goodness but, me, um, where do you find but, the best place to do it now, uh, Michelle? Everywhere. Absolutely everywhere. Mm. Mm. I 
in the gym. Actually, my favorite thing is now I can sing along to so many more songs. <laughs> <laughs> that is tough having to self-censor yes. during the songs, isn't it? Yeah, Absolutely. But and I used to as well. I used to self-censor. Be riding round town with the girl I love and I'm like, forget you. <laughs> exactly. I'm the complete opposite though because I have an 18-month-old daughter who, despite only being 18 months, uh, is getting very good at saying things. And the other day I was repeating a story of which I did not personally say anything. Right, like, you were I quoting. was not saying the, the swear words. I was quoting someone who had said blah, 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 FFF. Right? That's what something had happened. I, I can't remember if they'd burnt themselves on the stove or something like that. Anyways, I was telling Belinda this, and then just from across the dinner table, my Sophia goes, FFF, right? And I was like, no! Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh-oh. So that's it for me. I, there are no more swears <laughs> in our house anymore. All right, Michelle. Well, I'm glad that you're able to um, have that epiphany uh, that's maybe swearing will not get you into hell and you can do it more often, so we appreciate you giving us a call. Thank you very much. Thank you. Catch Thanks you later. Bye. Which does bring us, Matt O'Kine, to the end of another all-day breakfast. Thank you so much for tuning into the show. I guess we'll catch you later. Bye. Yeah. Oh, oh, wait, hey, 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 hey. What's, hey, what's that? We need to leave the audience or something. Remember oh, you always say, hey, right, we'll right, leave right, you with the latest TikTok video or we'll... Here's a song that we wrote in year nine or here's a fart I did last night. (laughs) Well, I, unlike Matt, think that if we're asking you to submit your best farts for Australia's Got Flatulence, Australia's best scientifically designed fart contest. Wait a second. What? Are you about to tricky Nicky me? (laughs) Oh, no, I'm not. Damn it, that would have been good though. <laughs> Thank God, okay. I was in my head, I'm like, he's bought the rights. He's somehow gotten like Nikki to, to sign off on this so that we can play the full version. Yeah. Or that's you've auto tuned your fart into the sound of Nikki Webster's Strawberry Kisses. Here is Strawberry Kisses by Nikki Webster. <laughs> Oh, wow. Wow. All you need to do is beat that. Ron, how do you feel about this? I don't do, know. I don't know. Did you do it? Like, uh, Ron's you know the one in the room with me no. currently. That's all stayed away. Ron, you have to I be mean, in the room. Has management had any meetings with you, Bron? I can feel them coming. There's a storm <laughs> Well, brewing. quick, grab your me- memo. <laughs> grab your voice memo if you... Do that quickly. You don't have much time, Bron. Because we have got a few. We've got six submissions so far, all from dudes. So we need people like yourself, Bron, to get on board and uh, make this, hopefully. Do the country proud. Do the country proud. Um, anyway, the there it is. All done. Wow. All finished. All sold. I can't look at you properly anymore, you know. We'll catch you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Had good volume. <laughs> like, good weight, you know. It's a nice full body to it. Not as long as I would have liked, but, um, <laughs> yeah. Six out of ten. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au. Listener.